Hello, and welcome to the Christmas edition of the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Merry Christmas. Um, first of all, why are you watching this in, on Christmas? Uh, second of all, why am I doing this on Christmas? Well, I'm still excited because it is, it may be Christmas, but it's also a Victory Monday. Best Christmas present ever. Uh, Browns went into Houston, looked like they were playing at home. I mean, it really did. The defense just was phenomenal. Um, so let's talk about it. Uh, good things. Again, Joe Flacco and the amazing Amari Cooper, 200, 265 yards. Eclipsed Josh Gordon, who set the record, I believe, 10 years ago at, at 261. Uh, and he had an amazing season. Back then it was 16 games and he only played in 14 because he was suspended for two games, but he still set record after record. Amari Cooper, uh, uh, second consecutive season with only a thousand, with, with a thousand yards. The guy is amazing. Um, Joe Flacco is amazing. Um, he has uh, made this Browns team a completely different team. Uh, my wife and I were watching it uh, here in North Carolina uh, and uh, Western North Carolina, and she just kept saying, man, look how happy these guys are. And that is true. Uh, he has changed the attitude of this team um, on offense. Defense, they're phenomenal. Um, even though Miles Garrett, again, didn't have a sack, uh, he did have pressures. I don't know exactly how many. Um, uh, Zedarius Smith, great game by him. Um, JOK showed up again, uh, and so did Taki Taki. Uh, it was good to see Shelby Harris, uh, another uh, blocked uh, pass, knocked down another pass. So uh, the defense came in playing like they do at home, which is great to see. That's what they needed to do. They needed to make a statement on a, on a road game. And the ability they can come in and play like they play at home is because now the Browns have an offense that's clicking. Um, of course, uh, after the first uh, drive, they got a little bogged down again. Uh, they have been doing that, but it didn't last very long. Uh, they only got bogged down for about two or three, a couple series. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're up and they, they run the ball. Uh, they're on, the, I believe they started inside their 10. Uh, five-yard gain, 10-yard gain. Um, then they put the heavy package in, and, you know, Nick Harris in the backfield. Everybody thinks there's gonna, they're going to run. They get everybody going one way. Joe Flacco rolls out the other way and hits Cooper for that touchdown. And before you know it, it's 14 to nothing. And that's all this defense needs. Um, so, what, 22 to 7 at halftime because – after that 14 uh, second touchdown, uh, special teams allowed a uh, kickoff return for a touchdown. You could see it happen as soon as the the gap opened at midfield. I I, I told my wife, I said, he's he's gone. He's going to score. Uh, there was no one there. Uh, Bubba Ventrone will have to go back. And uh, I guarantee you those guys are going to be in and watching that tape on special teams. And he's going to have a little discussion with them on how they cannot let that happen again. And then, of course, we lose our kicker, uh, Duskin Hopkins, 
who is now only three points away from setting uh, the all-time scoring record, surpassing the great Jim Brown. Um, hamstring, he's not going to be ready by Thursday. Uh, looking at practice squads, usually that's where teams poach uh, kickers from, uh, there is no kicker on a practice squad. So before everybody gets upset for Andrew Barry for not having a kicker on the practice squad, there was only one kicker on a practice squad and that was the giants. And they called him up because Cade York, their regular kicker who they just called up was hurt zero kickers on practice squads. So it's, they do this league wide. Uh, the list of kickers isn't the greatest. Um, probably the best you're going to find out there is Zane Gonzalez. Um, now, just for a game, I would take him. Um, this is a short week for the Browns. Um, they got I know they're back in Cleveland. Uh, Merry Christmas to them. And they're spending it with their families. And they're going to get back. And this is like the... Because of a short week, this is like the uh, Wednesday of a normal game week today. Um, I would be worried about it, but um, as I've stated many times, uh, Kevin Stefanski is very good on a short week as a head coach. He always has been. So I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about finding a kicker. And like I said, Zane Gonzalez looks like he's the best option they have. Hopefully, Borges will be okay. He seemed to be all right. It's kind of precautionary. So I'm on a stationary bike during the game. So um, that tells me that they just didn't want him to hurt himself further. He should be all right to go by Thursday night. Um, so it's just the care. Hopefully, hopefully Hopkins, who's going to have an MRI, uh, it isn't any, anything serious, and we'll get him back for the last game of the season in Cincinnati. Uh, the Browns are 10 and 5. Merry Christmas again. <laughs> I love it. Um, they are... They have a, a stranglehold right now on the fifth seed in the playoffs, the number one wildcard seed, only because Buffalo uh, can't win any tiebreakers. Um, if, if the Browns went out and Buffalo wins out, Browns are staying right where they are, fifth seed. Uh, it's amazing to me that Kevin Stefanski is now undefeated versus the AFC South. He just beats them. And if they maintain their fifth seed, they'll have to travel to the AFC South champion. So that's looking pretty good. Um, the Browns still have an outside shot at the at the division. Uh, it all depends on if San Francisco can beat Baltimore. Uh, Miami won. So the number one seed is no longer up for, up for grabs. But they still have a shot. If the Browns can win out, and uh, Baltimore can lose to two more games. Uh, they play at San Francisco, they host Miami, and then they host Pittsburgh. Um, then, uh, and the Browns went out, then the Browns can win the AFC North. And that would change the playoff perspective. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. It's still an outside shot, but they are a solid number one wildcard team. Uh, the other teams, uh, like I said, Baltimore and San Francisco still have to play. Pittsburgh beat up on Cincinnati, put a fork in the Bengals. They're done. Uh, Pittsburgh is um, still hoping that they have a shot at the playoffs. Frankly, I don't see it. So uh, we can put pretty much put a fork in them. And I, I will say it again. 
Mike Tomlin will finish with a losing record. So um, that's about it for Christmas Victory Monday. Um, I will not be writing my blog. Um, I have uh, some obligations uh, today and tomorrow, and I'm traveling on Wednesday. I'll have a preview article for the Jets game on clevelandsportstalk.com very soon, probably tomorrow. So look for that. But like I said, no dogpoundsouth.net blog this week. I'll do one Friday and combine the two games together. I want to wait and see what happens in the Jets game. So everybody enjoy Christmas. Uh, Everybody enjoy Victory Monday. This has been the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. Again, I'm your host, Steve Gill. Thank you for following, viewing, listening. Um, here at the Fanatical L's Network, we depend on you and uh, the greatest fan base, foot, pro football fan base in the world is Cleveland Browns. We all know that. So thanks again. Merry Christmas and happy Victory Monday and go Browns.